Hi, so thanks so much for joining me today. Today, the title of my message is The Link. The Link is Jesus. I'll give you a heads up on that. So let's acknowledge him. Jesus, you said that when we gathered in your name that you'd be here, and so we're counting on that. We thank you for just taking over, just taking over, teaching us your way, telling us the things you want us to know. We love you and praise you. Give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. So, you know, sometimes we get so distraught and so upset and everything is just too overwhelming for us. And I want you to know that the reason is that we haven't clicked that right link. You know, when you get up every day and you click that link, when you click Jesus, you're not going to have a bad day. You're really not. So anyway, before I go any further, I want to read to you. 2 Corinthians 12. Um, Actually, I think I'm going to start in verse 7. And um, Paul, this is Paul talking, and to keep me from being puffed up with too much elated by exceeding greatness of preeminence of these revelations, there was given to me a thorn, a splinter in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to rack and buffet and harass me and keep me from being excessively exalted. So Satan didn't want Paul to have any more revelation, and that happens with us. And then all of a sudden, we're overwhelmed, and we're just forgetting about everything that we know, and we're trying to take care of that problem. And God wants us to know today the answer is Him. And He gave Paul the answer. He said to me, my grace, my favor, my loving kindness. Well, first, let's read verse 8. Three times I called upon him, and I besought him about this, and I begged him that he might that it might depart from me. And he said to me, he said, My grace, my favor, and loving kindness and mercy is enough for you. Oh my goodness, his grace, his mercy is enough for us. Imagine that. God is all that you need. All you got to do is click that link. And he was doing that. He was going to God. And um, yeah, I just want to mention that he said three times that he sought God. And sometimes it takes us that long to connect with God. It's not that God's not always there. It's that we're slow and catching on. I was just thinking the other day, all the hints God gave me to an answer that I was seeking him in. And probably three or more times, and then I caught on. And so it's not God holding out on us. It's just the way we are. We're just slow. God is so much bigger. His ways are so much higher than our ways that it just takes us a while to get it. Anyway, he said his loving kindness is enough, sufficient against any danger, and enables you to to bear the troubles manfully for my strength and power are made perfect, fulfilled, and completed, and show themselves most effectively effectively in your weakness. Therefore, I will all more gladly, this is Paul talking, glory in my weaknesses and infirmities, and um, the strength of the power of Christ, the Messiah, may rest, yes, may pitch a tent over and dwell upon me. And that's what we want to do, is pitch a tent and let his power dwell on us. Stop trying to do things on our own. 
That's what God was saying to me today. He's saying, all the trouble that you think that you have and you really don't, because if you would just follow my leading, if you would just click that link, that starts with your morning, you know, you just click that link in the morning, you're going to know things to come. Jesus said that. He said the Holy Spirit's going to come and live on the inside of you, and he's going to tell you things to come. He's going to remind you of the things Jesus said, even. And we want to know that. And so when you get up every morning, you know, Jesus is going to tell you, this is what you need to do today. This is what you need to do about that problem. And, you know, just go sit with him, and then you're just going to have his thoughts. His thoughts are our thoughts. His thoughts are going to run through your mind, and you're going to know things to come. And then you're not going to caught up, be caught up in begging God to do something. But at the same time, you do want to seek Him, and you do want to know what He's thinking and what you need to know. You know, the Word of God tells us how to live in His kingdom. In fact, Jesus said that in Matthew 6.33, all the worrying that people do, and all you have to do is seek God's way of doing and being right. And that's, in essence, what God was telling Paul. My grace is sufficient for you. All the things that were made for your provision are there, and all you have to do is click that link. And you know that that might be calling things to be not as though they were, forgiving someone, having faith action, or just, you know... Um, Simply just going to God and getting that next answer, whatever it is. You know, the link might just be that, just be going to God. And then when you go to God, you get that revelation knowledge. The Holy Spirit's going to tell you what you need to know. God is going to, God is going to be there for you every single time. So we don't have to stress out. His grace is sufficient. And yeah, in our weakness, we are so weak without Him. Why are we trying to do things with Him? We don't need to be doing that. We need to be doing things under him. Having that tent over us, having his protective tent over us all the time. And um, why would we want to live any other way? We need to click that link. His grace is sufficient for you in your weakness. We are weak without him. When I don't get up and spend that time with him, I am not the same person that I usually am with him. And it's notable. I think it's notable. For me, it's notable. And then I got to rush back in my little quiet place and click that link and find out the things that I need to know for that day. Whatever is going to happen, um, you can know ahead of time. I was telling God after a crisis that I had that I don't like surprises. I want to know these things ahead of time. I want to be corrected. And now he tells me things to come. He does. And he answers my questions. God is your father. He's in love with you. And he's not holding out on you. And, and it says Satan is the one that comes because he doesn't want you to have too much revelation. And the revelation is exactly what Paul needed and exactly what Paul got for his situation. You know, a bad day is a thorn in your side. Feeling overwhelmed and, and distraught and um, all kinds of bad news is overwhelming and a thorn in your side. But when you get up in the morning and you have that time with God right away, if you're constantly connecting to Him, seeking and knocking, then that door is always going to be open to you. 
God's always going to be there. He tells me things to come. He told me my husband had cancer before my husband had cancer. He told me to, to take my husband to the doctor. Um, and that's when we found out. And I knew ahead of time. He, tell, he told me ahead of time he was going to take my mom. He tells me things to come, just like Jesus promised. And you can have the same thing. And then how stressed out are you going to be when you already know? And when you already know that person isn't going to leave you. You already know because Jesus is talking to us all the time. His spirit on the inside of us, God's spirit, is always talking if you're listening. His grace is sufficient. His direction for you is there. He's in love with you. Just like you want to tell your kids, God wants to tell you. So what he's saying today is stop trying to figure things out yourself. Going your own route when His grace is sufficient for you. All you have to do, His unmerited favor, you don't have to earn it. All you have to do is go to Him. All you have to do is go to Him and make Him your God and seek Him in everything and all will go well with you. Jesus said that if we obeyed Him, this is the thing that you need to obey, to go Him. He said, if you obey me, then my joy will be complete in you. It'll be full. And, you know, we always so much miss the first part, and that's to take the time to get to know him and go to him. You know, Satan comes to steal the word. Jesus told us that. And so as soon as you plan to go to God, Satan's going to try to distract you. He's going to try to keep you from that secret place where you can just sit and listen to God think to God talk to you, to tell you things to come, to tell you the things that you need to know. He is truly amazing. And if you've never asked him to come and live on the inside of you, I would just want you to do that right now if you want to. You know, um, when the disciples were here and Jesus was here was one thing, but then he left and he said, I'm not going to leave you as orphans, but my spirit's going to come and live on the inside of you, the Holy Spirit. In Revelation, he said that he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you would invite him in, he would come in and he would dine with you. That means he's going to hang out with you. That's, I mean, if somebody's going to eat with you, then you're hanging out. And he's going to correct you if you want that. He's going to tell you things to come if you want that. If you don't want something, he's not going to force it on you. He's not going to give it to you. So I was just thinking about a time when... Um, I was kind of complaining about something, and God reminded me of what I said I wanted, and that's why he wasn't doing the thing that I was suddenly maybe changing my mind about. And um, so, you know, God is like that. He, He's your dad, and he's just going to do things the way you want him to do, want to do it. He listens to you. He's watchfully looking out for you. So he knew the way I wanted this thing to happen, which is making it take a little longer. But he's right. That's still the way I want it to happen. And he treats us like he's our dad. We're his children, and he just loves to please us. He's watchfully looking over us. And, you know, the same thing is true for your salvation. He wants so much for you to ask him to come and live on the inside of you so he can take care of you, so he can just tell you things to come, remind you the things he said, warn you of things to come. He wants to do so much good for you. 
And so if you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, that's exactly what's going to happen. He's going to do it exactly the way you want him to do it. He's so good. He's so in love with you. And if you think you'd like to ask him and you'd like me to pray with you right now, I would love to do that. It's pretty simple. If you don't pray with me now, you can pray it anytime you want, any way you want. He hears you. He's watchfully looking out for you and wanting so much that you would ask him to come and to be your God and to live on the inside of you. He really is. He's watching and looking out for you. He's looking for that opportune time to get your attention. And, you know, that kind of reminds me of the other part of the message, you know, that I was thinking about this morning is we try so hard to do things our own way. And um, if we would just go to him, just click that link instead, all the time that we could eliminate um, from being wasted. Look at how long you've lived on your own. And you could just go to him now. You know, I just encourage you not to put it off because you're missing the good life that he has planned for you to live here and now and to be a witness for him. And then also, if you wait too long, you're going to be missing that eternal life with him. So he is just looking out for you. He's talking to you right now through me. And he wants to be your God. He wants to take care of you. And so if you would pray that prayer with me right now, I would love it so much. And I know he would. All you have to do is simple. Just say, Jesus, I know that you're knocking at the door of my heart. And I want you to come in. I'm inviting you to come in and to be my God and to change me, to teach me your way, to correct me and help me to be faithful to you. I'm asking you to come in and live on the inside of me and just take care of me. I thank you that you are someone I can trust and rely on for my life to go well and for it to prosper in every way. We love you and we praise you. We give you all the glory in your name. We pray. Amen. He is so good. And yeah, he wants to live on the inside of you and teach you. And if you invited him, he came right now. If you didn't invite him, if you really don't want him to be your God, then he'll just back off and he'll wait. And he'll wait and he'll wait because he's so in love with you. So if you said that prayer, then you got to get to know him. And John 1.1 1, 1 tells us he's his word. John 1.1 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the word and the word is God. So he's going to come in. He's going to, I mean, he's going to teach you from his word. And yeah, he's going to come in and just show himself to you as you look at it, his word as you're looking at him. And then you have to apply that word and then he's going to show you himself even stronger. What I mean by apply the word is obey it and do it. And then he's going to show himself even more and more. And then you're going to get to that place where he's going to start telling you things to come. And that makes your life so much more exciting because you're thinking, for me anyway, the God of the universe is talking to me. He's telling me what's going to happen, and then it happens. How exciting is that to have him be, you know, just telling you things to come, telling you things you got to do to get to this place where you want to be, asking you to do the most wonderful job you could ever find for him to represent him. 
and love it at the same time and not have to live like the world, world just trying to survive, just trying to run, run around in circles and try to figure things out. He's so good. He's so in love with you. If you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you'd let me know. And so thanks so much for listening today, and God bless you.